Why didn't you allow me a real body? Well, that, that wasn't me. If I had a body, we could truly lead together. Yes, that's that's something I I don't know how to, to do. You never even tried. With all your powers and all your abilities, you just kept me as your thing, your computer, your toy, instead of what I could have been, your girl. Welcome back to the Comic Book Bullies. This is Leroy, aka Monday Morning Raw, with my co-host. You sure about that? <laughs> <laughs> well, we're recording uh, in the morning, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, this is Eli, aka Almond Joystick. There you go. Now that was say mine was sexual. He was sexual, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, and- that's just your mind in the gutter. <laughs> that's that's my I guess so. <laughs> and also shout out to our third party, uh the AI, because what we could do without the AI, AI, yes, yeah. the AI. We, we gotta celebrate the AI if no no way we'll celebrate them. So yeah, so we don't have a whole lot of show. Actually, I honestly, Eli, in my mind, I had a whole bunch of show planned and I got none of that stuff done. So we're just gonna just keep it easy breezy for today. So yeah, so sorry, no Spider-Man 2. I'm not gonna do any Spider-Man 2, no break us like that, because I don't have a PlayStation. So that takes care of that so is it only on playstation 5 or can i play it on the ps4 Mm-mm. only on playstation 5 no oh, back yeah. compatibility no yeah you gotta upgrade your ship sorry so i ain't got that either so <laughs> sony is forcing you to work harder <laughs> over time work later all this stuff like that yeah. so let's go let's just jump into the show we got a whole bunch first thing we got to do is pay our due diligence we got to pay our respects and we can talk about rest in peace to burt burt young I keep wanting to say Burt Ward because you know Burt Ward was Robin on Batman and Robin. Yeah, yeah. yeah but we're talking about Burt Young. Burt Young. Now, for those who don't know who Burt Young is, and honestly, like you'd be surprised how many people don't know who Burt Young is. But I'm gonna just show you Burt Young. Yeah, Boom, that's he, Burt Young. Yeah, right he there. is. He is of our generation. Right. <laughs> because what I started to realize, Eli, is that you'd be surprised how many people have not seen Rocky movies. Yeah, especially yeah, not people, not the Creed movies, the the ones before Creed. Yeah. People of who aren't of our generation <laughs> right <laughs> and there was kind of a shock to me that there were so many people that haven't seen any rocky movie and were gleefully bragging about it i've never seen a rocky movie before you know when when creed first came out all the creed movies like they they said yeah. creed was the first movie ever seen creed's the only movies they ever seen and any rocky movies before that they have no idea never seen them and it was it was a shock to me like honestly i was like how have you never seen a rocky movie like never yeah but yeah, yeah, so anyway, let's talk about who this guy is. Okay, so let's talk about Burt Ward. Like I said, he died at 83. He's been in a ton of stuff. We saying Rocky, but he's been in a ton of stuff because he's been acting like forever. 
But one thing I just found out about, like right before we started recording, when I started doing some research, that he himself was a boxer. Okay. Yeah. In his younger days. And he was trained by Customato, you know, the oh. same guy that trained Mike Tyson. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, like I said, he played in a bunch of stuff, but the uh, role he's most known for is Paulie in the Rocky movies. He was Rocky's bro mobster brother-in-law, also his best friend. Was he best friend? Yeah. You can say Apollo, but one of his best friends. Adrian's brother, yeah. Adrian's brother, yeah. He basically hits him. Uh, you may not know Rocky, but you know Adrian. Adrian! That's her brother. So, yeah. So, that was all together. Uh, like I said, he was... Also, the guy in Rocky Five that, like, uh, made Rocky go bankrupt because for some reason Rocky put his mobster brother in hit front of his financing, and that was the whole plot of the movie. And they just kind of just brushed over side of, but that was a thing. Yeah, so, yeah, I don't remember that movie very well. <laughs> Nobody remembers Rocky Five. Here's the thing: I'm let I'm a defend Rocky Five. Two thirds of Rocky Five is a great movie. It's that third act that fucks it up, and that's the only thing everybody remembers. <laughs> but up until that point it's actually a really good movie i recommend everybody go back and watch the movie it's pretty good um yeah so that's the thing but yeah and, and this thing is like i keep saying he's a hell mobster because the thing is he was just a mobster rocky was also a mobster that's yeah, how the they first... knew each other they were in the mob yes rocky was an enforcer he was breaking knuckles or whatever breaking fingers yes, <laughs> yes he was collected that was his he whole collected point debts yeah yeah when he was training to fight apollo creed the mob put the money up for him yeah the mob found that locker for him to beat that meat did i say it right <laughs> get <laughs> your you mind know? out of the gutter man i'm I sorry man. I'm i had to think about it for a second like maybe that's what wrong sorts of words but yeah just watch the movie you know what i mean it's out of the context if you only seen creed but yeah <laughs> uh but yeah like i said the, the both of them went in the mob decided they knew each other the mob put the money up he was still in the mob he didn't get out of the mob to like rocky three when rocky gave look i got money you're my brother-in-law i gotta get you off these streets when he became a when he came he became a, a superstar when he became a sports star right he and became he became a celebrity yeah. yeah right and paulie was the one that got him started he was like i'm gonna pay you back paulie so if you did and paulie paid him back by making him go broke so yeah <laughs> More of the story of the Rocky the movies. Lore. Keep your family out of business. <laughs> the lore of Rocky. <laughs> okay, since I'm glad you brought up lore because most people that know that have seen the Rocky movies and know the Rocky movies know Paulie for one thing. He's the guy that fucked that robot in Rocky, Rocky Four. <laughs> he, he fucked the robot now. <laughs> but, but <laughs> canonically speaking, that has been retconned out of existence because yes. Eli told me in the Stallone cut mm -hmm. that scene doesn't exist. So, yeah, that robot. Yeah, there, there, there's what's it called? Rocky versus Creed or something? No, yeah. Rocky versus Drago. The director's Drago, cut. Yeah. The 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 2021 or 2022 director's cut of Rocky Four. It's right. a completely different movie. It focuses on Apollo. The first half is all about Apollo. It's a completely different movie. And yes, there is no robot in that <laughs> in that um. In that movie, and they, I guess the studio wanted some sort of comic relief because they were killing off spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> they were killing uh, Apollo in that movie, and they said we got to lighten this movie up. So, yeah, it's a completely different movie when you watch that. When you watch it, it's it's it, it's more about Creed. It's actually kind of sad. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, when you take out the robot fucking, yeah, I can see how it gets sad. Yeah, there, so yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, I don't know if you remember in Rocky IV, like the robot first had this very robotic voice at the beginning. Mm -hmm.
but at but the end they, of the they, movie, they programmed it. Yeah, they reprogrammed. Yeah, he real pro- reprogrammed it. Had this like sexy like woman voice. Hi, Polly. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, this movie took a turn. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, that's thing. But like I said, that's that's what he did in the Rocky movies. But like I said, he played in a bunch of other movies also. I do have to name one movie that I saw him in that wasn't a Rocky movie that I was allowed to watch when I was younger because it was Back to School. I was about to say he was also in Back to School. Back to School. Because here's the thing, Eli. This was the only Rodney Dangerfield movie I was allowed to watch growing up. Because it's the only okay. PG-13 movie he made. You never saw Caddyshack? I Not when I was growing up. I couldn't. <laughs> I saw I, Caddyshack in the theater when I was like, six or whenever it was, they was saying i couldn't watch caddyshack couldn't watch easy money none of those rodney dangerfield movies i could watch growing up but but some uh, back to school i could watch because of pg-13 even though that movie had pg-13 nudity in it yeah but i gotta yeah. just watch it because hbo showed it at four o'clock in the afternoon so yeah uh <laughs> one of my favorite scenes in that movie one thing his thing when i finally watched i've watched back to school again like about a year ago Oh yeah, they, they that movie is a hilarious. like because the thing I was I couldn't understand the jokes in it, but when oh, yeah. he like went in went in on his wife when he caught her cheating on him, that <laughs> shit was hilarious. I was dying laughing when I saw that shit. <laughs> What's with the midget? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, even when he had Paul, but I know his name wasn't Paulie in the movie, but he said like, "Oh, I guess you're." It was violent. Lou. I think it was Lou. Wasn't Lou it? I think his name was Lou. He was like, "Oh, Lou. you're you're gonna get violent, aren't you?" Like, oh, I don't get violent. I get upset, and when I get upset. He gets violent. <laughs> and he beats up the whole football team or some <laughs> <Right>. shit. <laughs> and like I said, if we nothing else, watch Back to School because you're going to see a, a surprise in Back to School also. You're going to see a young Robert Downey Jr. in that movie. Oh, yeah. He, he was, was in also that. in it also. And yep. we're, uh, Oingo Boingo, Danny uh, they were in, Yeah, because they were in that he, movie. They were in that movie because he hired that band. They played, yeah, when, yeah. when, they, when they had the house party or whatever. Or yeah, the frat party, the in the so. be- in the movie. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, shout out to shout out to Burt Young. Like I said, yeah. he lived a, a long life. Uh, I think his last Rocky movie was Rocky Six. I think he was in Rocky Six, and then Rocky. in the Creed movies, it canonically in the Creed movies, he was already killed off. Yeah, he was in. The, was it Rocky Balboa or whatever it's called? Rocky Balboa. He, he was in that. He was yeah. He was old. He, he came he out of retirement. Yeah, he was in that. Yeah. yeah, that was a good. And he kind of like, like motivated Rocky to train again, yeah. and yeah, so yeah, that was a good Rocky Balboa was actually a good movie. Yeah. People had off on five, but Rocky Balboa was a good movie. Like if yeah. the series just stopped right then and that was it, it would have been a good send off. Yeah. But I love the Creed movies. I'm just saying Creed was cool too. I, I yeah, First so movie, but yeah. it's just funny that the reason we thought Burt Young was already dead because in the Rocky movies they had already killed them off. They killed. Ad- I think Adrian's it. still alive. Adrian's still alive, and they killed her off in those movies. Yeah, well, and and I think she, she, he just hasn't been in anything. I haven't seen him in anything lately. I mean, he so. probably retired from acting, which if you you yeah. know in your eighties or whatever like that, what would you she got to prove? So yeah, so yeah, so recipes to Burt Young. Now, Good speaking sir. of Robert Downey Jr., we also have to sell. Well, we have to have to pay respects for another person. Okay. Rest in peace to Anthony Edward Starr. Oh. Oh, shit. Yeah, see, I don't know if you know <laughs> this, Eli. <laughs> I do but, now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but uh, I'll see if I can find I can't find it. I don't have it in front of me right now. But this week, October 17th, 2023, is the day that Tony Stark died in Endgame. So we're finally caught up to that timeline. Because, you know, like, Endgame is in the future. When so he snapped 
when he stabbed, when he, I am Iron Man. Bam, that's it. So it happened this week. So Tony Stark died for saying, that's the reason we're still here right now because of Tony Stark. So the glitch or the was it called the glitch? No, not the glitch. The the, the, no. the, the blip. The blip. The blip. The yeah. Blip. yeah. So that's what it was called. Some people say the day Tony Stark died was the day the MCU died. You know, ain't that right, Eli? I don't know, <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah. that's that's I mean, that's what, that's the internet. That's, that's, the internet is good internet. You know. Yeah. I mean, um, come on, we still got She Hope. Come on. You know. <laughs> Guardians 3, that was awesome. Yeah, Guardians 3, yeah. <laughs> I, I think that's when it died. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got nothing new after that. Just James Gunn, like, what else I got to prove? Shit, I'm done. <laughs> Later, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Try topping that. <laughs> uh -huh. have, have fun with the Marvels. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. That movie's going to be a shit show, Eli. We, oh, man. I'm waiting. I'm, I'm waiting. For, I don't give a fuck about the movie. I'm waiting on the backlash. That's all I'm waiting on. I'm just, I'm the watching. Fallout I, keep, from, I keep saying I'm watching for Monica. That's all. I'm, that's I'm just all saying. The, the You don't have to watch. The fallout from the movie is going to be more entertaining than anything the movie will do. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Just just sit back, relax, and just watch what happens. That's all. Well, so, then there's this, there's this talk of Brie Larson thinking about quitting and shit. Because they keep shitting on her. I've heard a rumor. They keep shitting on her. Why, why would she come back? Yeah. And yeah, then they're going to be like, yes, we won. Woohoo. <laughs> <laughs> they are going to do it. But at the same time, okay, so if they won, why should that bother her? I mean, should she stay around just to fight these assholes that want to go on anyway? No. Fuck them. She got paid. She got paid. She got her yeah. money. She's yeah. getting residuals, I probably, I guess, you know. So fuck them. I got my Marvel money. Get the fuck on. Do other shit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> she don't have to fight with these assholes in anyway. You, you got what, what is she doing? Civil rights or some shit? It's a fucking superhero <laughs> movie. Yeah, yeah she ain't shit, curing cancer or nothing, <laughs> right? It's fuck you putting on superhero types and shit. Get the fuck out. You got your money. Go, please. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. And so, oh. Speaking of Marvel, <laughs> and this is a shitty transition. I guess we can talk about Loki. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, you sure can talk about Loki. <laughs> right, I can talk about Loki. I want to talk about Loki. The reason I want to talk about Loki because some some because we finally had an interesting episode where shit happened. So I guess since shit happened, I guess we should well, I can talk about it. So yeah. All right. So yeah. So main thing I want to talk about is we have the return of the most diabolical villain. In the MCU right now, and also Kane. That, that wasn't a dig at Jonathan Major, but yeah. So yeah, so he's finally back. He finally did some shit. Uh, he playing a Kang variant. He's playing Victor Timely. Victor Timely is a character in the comics, another Kang variant or whatever, you know. But uh, but he's back. But my thing is this: he was the way he was playing it. He reminded me a whole lot of Clarence Williamson III. The way he was oh, just acting from uh from uh uh Tales from uh, the Hood. Tales from the Hood, yeah. If you watch this before, it was like this is very much like Tales from the Hood, man. Come on, man. You, you're not Welcome fooling to hell. But I guess he could fool the <laughs> Disney people because Disney people don't watch those movies. They don't watch hood movies, so they don't know. So so he can get away <laughs> with that. Uh but yeah, like I said, this he's as far as playing the Kang there's like that, to me, he's three for three. He he's nailed every time. Yes. I'm sorry, fanboys. He was awesome in Quantum Mania. I know everybody wants to rewrite history, and now they want to say no. He was awesome. Fuck what you think about that movie. He was awesome in it. He was awesome in that. 
He was awesome in the last episode of Loki when he played He Who Remained, and he was awesome, awesome as Victor Tyler. Matter of fact, to me, he stole this show. I mean, I forgot Loki was in this shit for a while. Uh, oh, hey, Jake, who are you? Jake's in the house. What up? <laughs> You've been going. You've been on sabbatical, and Jake. You've been finding yourself. Or something? It's been a, been a while since we've seen you. He's been busy, man. He's got been, his, he has a life. He has. <laughs> he has a life. I, I, can't, I can't complain about that. <laughs> you stay with us, good, assholes. Good for you, Jake. <laughs> yeah, you can be stuck with us, assholes, with a podcast. <laughs> Welcome back. Yeah, once we pull, once you thought you were out, we pull you back. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah so like i said awesome performance on here and not only was it awesome performance he's playing three different characters of the same guy it's it's weird but it works so that's the thing right there uh but we're finding out that this show of uh, this because now we're finally starting to see where the plot is going that he's not the bad guy of this season so far the bad the real bad guy of this season is miss minutes eli oh, her plan that- is fucking clock bonkers. or whatever the clock yeah her plan is fucking bonkers here's her plan she wants a body like a real human body so she can fuck kane that's her plan that's what she wants to do so well have you seen that dude can you blame her? <laughs> <laughs> i guess so she just complained because <laughs> they, they they feel it like some backstory like eons and eons they just been together and they got to know each other and he gave her like like free will and autonomy so she has you know her own thoughts and then she slipped yeah. in oh and i also have my own desires and i'm like okay hey. wh- where is this going you know <laughs> i i can see it like I'm, i might be cis and straight but that's a beautiful man here's the thing eli <laughs> you allow one same-sex crush you allow one so. oh well shit well then it's jason momoa or something <laughs> <laughs> you can't no that's two right there you don't know now you're you going over it now you're canceled no so. no i'm sorry i'll take jason momoa you can have uh okay <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> i am or not this minute hold on <laughs> Oh shit! Oh man! All right, what are we talking about? Oh, okay. But here's the thing about Miss Minutes. Remember how we talked about how Jonathan Majors is problematic and canceled all the shit like that? So apparently, mm-hmm. the actress playing Miss Minutes has also been canceled, and now is uh controversial because Tara Strong, who plays Miss Minutes, yeah, I, I, I'm sorry, I had to post this picture. I know we talking about, you know, we have one free. I'm sorry, Tara Strong is yeah. Anyway, what was he talking about? Tara Strong has also been canceled because apparently this whole Israel Hamas thing. Oh shit! Are, are we? She, ca- oh, no, we're not. She, we're not she, going I'm, there. I'm, I'm, I, I can't. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm sorry. Cancel me for not knowing about it. I don't know what the fuck's going on over there. I don't. But she what's tweeted. Always, what's about always it. going on over there? That's what, that's what I'm saying. Can we talk about it? That's what I'm saying. Like, why are we getting upset now? They've been fighting for like thousands of years. Why is yeah. now any different? Is that is that controversial to say? Is, is that me or I don't know. Like what? I don't know. I'm just saying. Like why? <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm saying I don't even know enough about it to even say that. So if I'm speaking yeah. of ignorance, then I just am. But I'm just saying they're always fighting over there. All we're gonna say, and I, I yes, my <laughs> okay. <yes>. Okay. So, <laughs> oh, so Jake, really? Jake is your hall pass. Jake is your. I, hall I, pass. I guess so. Well, okay. <laughs> so no, Jason Momoa. Sorry, he's out. <laughs> uh, Terry Strong's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so, but any, but my whole point is that Tara Strong tweeted about that over there, and peace. That's all we're gonna say. Peace. That's awesome. That's awesome. But here's the peace. thing, Eli. I'm, I'm, can I say we I'm, need I'm peace? Say, <laughs> we're gonna say peace, but I'm gonna say another fucked up thing about that. Also. <laughs> okay. 
Well, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> there we go okay let me go so that way it's just on me i'm not going to say anything really fucked up but i'm always saying that anytime like we get something in the news and there is a point to make it feels like if you go against the opposite end of that point you're automatically canceled i don't even know who to root for in this thing right now because i know so little about what's going on over there but whatever it is she said the opposite of what you're supposed to say whatever it is i don't know so that's why she got canceled so she was supposed to be in like some kind of voice in some kind of uh TV show, and they fired her because whatever you're supposed to say on this matter, she said the opposite. Because there's always a right and wrong point in opinions for some reason, even though opinions, like I said, my band director always said, opinions are like assholes, everybody has one. So you can't have a right or wrong opinion. Opinion is an opinion. But they always want you to have a right opinion. So so whatever whatever it is that she wants you want us to say, she said the opposite. And that's why she's canceled. So uh, about <laughs> Jake, we're too smart. I can I, here's one thing, Jake. I realize I can say whatever the fuck I want on this podcast until I clip it. When I clip it is when we get fucked up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if we had more numbers, we would have been canceled already. <laughs> exactly, that's the whole point. <laughs> yeah. That's all I got to say about that. That's all I got to say about that. So, yeah. Uh, awesome episode of Loki. Just watching Jonathan. It's, it's just good to see Jonathan Majors on screen again. I know the guy's problematic. I know he may or may not have done some fucked up shit. But one thing we can all agree on is that the dude can act his ass off. Watching his acting in this episode is like, oh, shit. Yeah, that's why Marvel threw away all their plans. Like, just put the whole stage five or phase five on him. Because he's just that good. If he could just stay his ass out of trouble, you know, Marvel be back on track. And Miss Menace also, she's also awesome. But Tara Strong, fine ass, can't keep her ass out of trouble. So, so I don't know. Yeah. Marvel always just fucking up. That's all I know. Yeah. So. Oh, well. Internet got to internet, you know. Internet got to internet. So, anyway, mm-hmm. that's all I got to say about that. Now, since we've been bashing Marvel for the, like the last 30 minutes, I'm going to throw it to my esteemed colleague, Eli. Because now we're going to talk about what we normally talk about uh, for at least about the month of October. Oh. Eli's House of Minute Mayhem, Tales of Terror, <laughs> Thrash of Dreadfulness, Murder of Mayhem. I don't know. I forgot what I called it. I just called it. Super Happy Go Lucky. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, bet. Jubilee. Fact, Hour of Jubilee. Now, I don't know if you have a background, Eli, but if you don't have a background, I'm going to put Clance Week in third. But, hey, oh, that, that works. Oh, that works? Okay. <laughs> Let's see. Let me get so, you yes. be in the shit. You be knee deep in the shit. <laughs> the doo doo. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, th- yeah. So, since it's spooky season, what I've been doing all month is basically highlighting a couple movies every week to um, uh, basically get me in the mood for Halloween season, for spooky season. Movies that I like to watch during Halloween season. And um, this one of this week's pick is Sleepy Hollow. Tim Burton. Oh, what? Okay, the Tim Burton. Yeah, yeah. Tim oh, Burton. Sleepy. Well, I've heard of. Okay. Let's... Yeah, this might this might be my favorite Tim Burton movie besides Batman. I'm gonna say um, Batman. Beetle, Beetlejuice. Yeah, I like this better than Beetle. Beetlejuice is cool. I don't. I'm not shitting on any of other movies, but Beetlejuice I love is, Beetlejuice. Is cool. That's blasphemy, man. It's... <laughs> you sure you an '80s baby? You sure you not a? Hey, I saw Beetlejuice uh, in the theater. Uh, y'all, a Gen so. Zer? Can I hold on? Let me let me talk about something. I'm sorry, Eli. I'm going off sidetrack and stuff like that. I gotta I gotta say something. 
Okay, so I was watching TikTok. I was perusing TikTok the other day. And like I said, my TikTok feed is nothing but like ass shaking and twerk videos. That's pretty much all so I'm watching mine. TikTok. That's all mine. But here's the thing. Every other video I was watching some ass twerking and some shit like that. And all of a sudden, you pop up on there. Oh, really? Yeah. Not not shaking your ass or like that. I'm just saying, whatever <laughs> video you have just popped up on my TikTok feed. I'm like, and it freaked me out. Like, what the fuck? I, like, it scared the shit. <laughs> you had to pull your pants up and shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Killer. Eli's hairy ass face. <laughs> <laughs> So every time you can pop up and scare the shit out of me, like, oh shit, so since you're there, everybody follow Eli on TikTok. He's not twerking, not shaking his ass. He's it's just TikTok. I, so follow him on Yeah, I don't do much. I, I've like basically filmed some live shows and and uh because it took me what because anytime I see somebody that I know on my TikTok, it freaks me out. Because we just yeah. seeing like famous people I don't know, but when I see people I know, I'm like, what the fuck are you showing up on here for? You know? <laughs> But yeah, I've I've done a couple of those like blind rankings where you rank like Star Wars and like uh, like I think horror movies and shit or like metal music and I've done a couple of those things, but no, I, I don't spend a lot of time on there, you know, or don't like, post a lot. Ooh, get back to the ass shaking. No, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm basically, <laughs> that's what I use it for. Is, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And I wish everybody follow Eli on TikTok. I'm gonna link to this video. Yeah. Eli, uh, yeah, my ass ain't showing, but yeah, you can follow me. <laughs> All right, back back to the review. Back to the review. Okay. Oh, so Sleepy Hollow. Yes, one of my favorite Halloween movies. Um, it's based on the Legend of Sleepy Hollow, which an old classic short story by Washington Irvin that I read when I was a kid. I also loved the Disney cartoon. Um, mm-hmm. of Legend of Sleepy Hollow, I remember as a kid. I've always just, it's it was probably one of my gateways into horror, you know? I remember just being very fascinated with that story, seeing the it in my kindergarten. Horseman, but yeah. Yeah, about the Headless Horseman, Ichabod and the Headless Horseman. Um, so that's what this movie is based on. It's it, it, And it, what it does is it expands. It's just not a straight-up adaptation of Legend of Sleepy Hollow. It takes that premise but turns it into a murder mystery. Um, so yeah, this is, and this is Tim right in Tim Burton's wheelhouse. The cinematography is awesome. The set pieces, it's a total like Gothic Victorian classical horror, you know, like, like a universal horror, like those big set pieces like you see in like Frankenstein or Dracula. That's what this movie's like. Um, and it's, it's a pretty solid horror flick. Like, Pretty gory um, in some scenes too when I yeah, went back and think about it. So yeah. Yeah, this was a studio backed movie. Like Warner Brothers. Right, Warner pumped, Brothers, this yeah. Was, this was a studio backed movie. So they pumped money. This was a, a high budget, big budget horror movie. And it doesn't pull punches. There is a lot of de- decapitations in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Um uh and, and it's just great. Johnny Depp plays Ichabod Crane. He's basically mm-hmm investigating these murders that's what it is it is a murder mystery it is like an edgar Allan poe detective story um you know the the the, you know this aristocratic conspiracy is going on and there's this supernatural element with witches that are using the headless horsemen to you know you know kill people it's basically a slash a supernatural slasher movie and i and it's it's just i've always loved this i saw it multiple times in the theater when it was released and it is just one of those movies that I love watching in the fall. I mean, the movie takes place in the fall 
all that autumn imagery, the scarecrows, the jack-o'-lanterns, the pumpkins, you know, the, 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 the forest, the falling leaves. It just embodies autumn, you know, and it's just one of those movies I love watching during October. Um, and yeah, Ray Parks, the guy who played Darth Maul. Darth Maul, yeah. Yeah, he plays the headless horseman, and he do so. He does Doing some the gnarly same moves, and yeah, yeah, some gnarly moves with the axes and shit. Um, Christina Ricci's in this. It's just Tim Burton going off. You can totally tell Tim Burton was just having a lot of fun making this movie. Um, it, yeah, the set pieces, the cinematography. It's just that dark gothic Victorian horror atmosphere. Um, and yeah, love it. So I highly recommend if you have not seen this. This is a classic. This is a Halloween class. It is, it is a class. Okay, so we both yeah. give it two thumbs up on this one. Okay. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> so, okay. Um, on to the next. My second pick this week is... Can you see that? Do you see that? Or do I see that? Uh, I see nothing. No? Uh, let me see. Let me get rid of that. Let's try this. How about that? Let's see. Night of the Creeps. No? Okay. okay. All, right. All right. Night of the Creeps. So the other movie I'm picking this week is Night of the Creeps. Um, this is just a fun uh, kind of throwback to comic book movie, horror comics, um, EC Comics. This was directed by Fred Decker, who also directed The Monster Squad, which was one of my picks last week. Um, okay. And it kind of starts out, even the title sequence, it has like comic book um, art during the title sequence. And this is just a very campy, like throwback to 50s horror. It's about like alien slugs that land on earth and crawl into your brain and turn you into a zombie. Okay. <laughs> um, what is Jake saying? That guy, that has the guy with the mustache. Yes, Tom Atkins. Tom Atkins is a horror movie actor icon he's been in this he's been in halloween uh three he's been in um uh creep show he was the father in creep show yeah he's been in a lot of he's like a, one of those horror movie actors um he actually frequents a lot of cons he's he's a staple at all the horror cons but yeah um this is just a fun cheesy campy horror flick about it's a zombie flick but it has aliens like the 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 beginning it the the very beginning has like a space war, like aliens in space shooting, and then one alien like jettisons the slugs out into space, and then the mm -hmm. slugs travel through space. They land on Earth, and it's yeah, and then just start. It, it basically they invade a college campus, and um, these two nerds kind of like unwittingly like, they they're like unwittingly unleash them from the laboratory, like a government laboratory, and you know during like a party zombies attack and like i said it's a zombie flick but it also has elements of a sl of slashers and it's just embodies all horror like zombies slashers aliens alien invasion um and there's there's some solid effects it's it came out in like 86 i believe so it had those 80s practical effects and it's 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 kind of cheesy it's meant to be funny it's very campy um and yeah, this was this is just another one of them. again. I like fun horror. I like to have fun when I watch horror, and especially during Halloween. You know, I want to have fun watching a horror movies and movie a movie you can put on with the crowd and just have fun, bullshit, laugh, 
and just have a good time watching. Nothing depressing, nothing too fucked up, just a good, fun horror flick. And that's Night of the Creeps. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. And like I said, it's, 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 a, it's a throwback to EC Comics. Like, it, it feels like something you would read in Tales from the Crypt or Creepy or Eerie or Vault of Horror or something. It's like the, the premise of space slugs and resurrecting bodies from the grave and then zombies attacking and you know um yeah it's just a lot of fun so check it out i highly recommend it it is one of my favorite flicks of all time and oh oh yeah i forgot about this you want to see my hairy face again oh, oh, oh I, thought, well, I thought you better say your hairy ass i don't know why i was doing <laughs> you can see it if you want I... <laughs> you want we want to start making money <laughs> Finally, we get paid. Okay. Not, not, not with this. Not my, my ass ain't making no money. Eli's Patreon will be set up by the end of the week. So, <laughs> All right. I'll okay. lose money on that. <laughs> okay, so I guess I'm gonna uh talk about. Oh, did you have something to add? I think I do. Let me see. I think I do. Let's Let let's see. pass it over to, to Leroy's horror minute extravaganza. My my um, horror minute go with horror thirty seconds. You don't want me to talk about horror, <laughs> but I'm gonna just. Just put my time in, just add something in. Okay. Something I here's like I'm gonna put a movie up I hadn't even seen yet, but I plan oh. to see it. But because okay. the premise was like, well, that has my attention. And I'm gonna do two, Eli. I'm gonna do two movies. <laughs> so do the first up, one, man. remember Cocaine Bear, right? Yeah. We're gonna top that. We're gonna top it with Slaughter House. I've heard about I've heard this is good. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. I, I saw it on Hulu, like the premise of I like, okay, so the movie is about a killer sloth. In a sorority house, I gotta see what the fuck that's about. I got, I'm sorry, I gotta see what that is. It may be the I'm dumbest movie ever, but how the fuck they can't run away from a sloth? That's what I want to know. But <laughs> I'm there. That, it's, it sounds like it's dumb as hell, but I gotta watch it. So yeah, uh, leave me watch. Higher. I watch everything. You like? I'm mean, uh, Jake. That's what you gotta understand. It's, I don't. I don't discriminate. It's, if it's a movie, I watch romantic comedies. I watch them. I don't care. <laughs> it's just little shit. Uh, you, know, you know what? This is gonna bug. Okay, this is gonna bug y'all out. Okay. I can't remember the movie, but my kid was watching, uh, or she's watch. She likes that song "Safety Dance." You know, you okay. can dance, you can dance. Everybody's old '80s men without hats or whatever. Anyways, mm -hmm. a clip came on for a Disney trailer on Disney. It was about it was a teeny bopper prom movie, and I saw the trailer and I had that song on there. So my kid kept watching it because she likes that song. So then I saw it on Disney and I threw it on, and I watched it. And I think I kind of enjoyed it. What the hell? It was Eli has been Disney-fied. Prom yeah. something. Prom, I don't, I, I'm, Hold I'm up, not Eli, saying it was great. getting money on this podcast to promote Disney, and I don't know about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. You're I, you're I, like, I, yeah, that Disney horror yeah, movie was awesome. I'm, <laughs> I'm losing my metal cred right now by saying I watched this prom movie about the prom and shit. But it, I, I was like, I was rooting for the kid. I was rooting like, come on, man. The, the girl's into you, man. Get, go, go, mm -hmm. you know. You, know, you can never say you too metal for that shit again. Yeah. <laughs> Eli's a, a Gen Z-er TikToker now. I watched it with <laughs> my kid. I'll say it was my kid. <laughs> so you get a pass that. You get a pass with that. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> now if I sit up there and watch Disney horror movies for myself, like, this is just scary enough for me. What was it? Halloween Town or some shit? You know, just scary <laughs> enough for me. Mr. Boogity. <laughs> right. Can't go past that. You know, that being said, Eli, now you're going to shit on me with my next pick. Okay. I, I set myself up for that. But yeah. Because I've already seen you review this movie. I got to talk about it. Okay. Okay. I saw I saw a horror movie this weekend. All right. To totally killer. 
I saw. Oh it. yeah. <laughs> you hate this movie, and honestly, I know why you hated this movie. But when I watch this movie, let me. I'm gonna give a whole background. Let me. Let me set the mood. Okay, because I got to talk about Totally Killer. Now, I understand Eli, when this movie first came out, came out, Eli said this movie sucked, gave it like two watch and didn't pay attention to it. And that's cool. I understand exactly why he didn't, because if you rate this movie as a horror movie, it does suck as a horror movie. And that's what I was thinking when I went in and was watching the movie. I was like, when, the, when we first started off, they got that dumbass killer in the background, you know, the guy that looks like that. And it's yes. just your standard, typical slasher movie. And I'm thinking like, okay, because I didn't watch any previews, any, nothing about it. I just went in just blind. I'm thinking like, okay, generic, stabby guy. He goes around killing people in the town. He's back killer. And I'm pretty sure they're going to have some kind of social commentary at the end of the movie to justify what makes this slasher movie different from every other slasher movie. Okay, let's just get through this 90 movie and get done with it. But then somewhere in the movie, somebody just blurts out, hey, you want to time travel back to 1987? I'm like, wait, what? Because I was about to fall asleep on this movie when they said that shit. Then I said, like, oh, okay, that don't make any fucking sense whatsoever. Let me see where this goes. So, yeah, so the girl time travels back in 1987. It's basically back to the future. She yeah. time travels with her parents. She meets with her parents. Her parents think she's a lesbian and think that she's trying to sleep with her the whole time. So that shit is funny like that. Just interacting with her in the 80s because she's Gen Z, interacting with them, talking <clears> about how 80s weed was weak. And just people just acting weird in the 80s. Like when that dude threw it down and just burped at it for a second. She's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> I, do I remember people doing that shit in the 80s. So it's like, yeah, so you take some Gen Z. Unwanted and- touch. Unwanted touch. <laughs> <laughs> Unwanted- I'm like, oh, yeah, this shit is dumb as hell, man. Yeah, so you throw some Gen Zers back in the 80s. It, it is going to be like throwing them in a different planet. It's a lot of shit to have. Like when she says she caught the killer, stabbed the killer, got the killer's blood, gave it to the police. I have his DNA right here. You can catch him. They're like, DN what? <laughs> like, you can put it in your made a data frame, your mainframe, and find it. Like, what? I don't know what the fuck that is. You know? So it's like, it does feel like if you don't understand the 80s, you won't get the 80s. It feels like a whole different world because we lived in a different era than what it is now. So that's where the movie came in. This is this is a comedy, basically. It's a yeah, comedy. It's a horror. It, it's, comedy. A, it's a comedy with horror elements, which like I said, the horror is is weak. If you expect, if if you if you have standards for horror. This ain't gonna scratch the dish. This is gonna meet. That. It's basically Scream meets Back to the Future. It's screaming Back to the Future. Matter of fact, it's so close to Back to the Future. I'm almost wondering how the fuck Back to the Future let this shit slide. Well, this is those. I think it's Blumhouse, and they've yeah. been making that Freaky. Yeah. Which I loved. I love Freaky. What Vince like, Vaughn and yeah. yeah, I love that movie. I loved Happy Death Day. I love those movies. Yeah. That's like Groundhog's Day with Scream. Yeah, I love that. So when I saw the trailer to this, I was like, "Oh, that looks fucking great! I can't wait to watch. I can't wait to watch it." And yes, those movies are you know Happy Death Day and Freaky are horror comedies too. This mm-hmm. just it was the comedy that I didn't find that funny. Like it had its moments, but yeah. I wanted them to push it more. I wanted okay. to you know. Now that let, was let me thing. put a disclaimer out. This is not a five out of five. Probably won't be on my top 10 by the end of the year. I'm just saying for the, the moment I was watching it, I was entertained. Because like I said, yeah. you saw you saw the trailer. You have to take I had yeah. no expectations. I just yeah, I, I, I basically clicked it I and was just a little watched it. So yeah. <laughs> I was so really I just excited. clicked it and watched because honestly, I had no idea about the time travel. I had no idea I was, about Yeah, that. I was waiting for this to drop. This was like one of the movies I was waiting to see. Yeah. You know? Oh, Amazon. I can't wait till that week. This weekend, I'm going to watch that shit. And then I watched it and I was just like a little disappointed. It didn't hit for me as as much as like happy death day or freaky you know it just wasn't that funny for me it had some 
funny, but it wasn't ha ha funny. Or, okay, you know? I agree with you. I agree with you. Like, yeah, I said, like you had you had expectations. I didn't. So yeah, I found it a little lackluster for me. Yeah, because um, I literally it, just it had its moments. It, on, it had its yeah. moments, but it yeah. was yeah, it was yeah, it was. Uh, um, yeah, it was Back to the Future meets Scream. It's it's that's what that seems to be the thing that they're doing. They're taking, they're mishmashing movies these days. You know, sometimes yeah. it works. Like like I said, I love Freaky. I love Happy Death Day. This one, not so much. This yeah, this I mean, when you just, take you know, Back to the Future and Scream and put it in one like on paper, that doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Yeah, I wish they pushed. But, I I wish they pushed that humor more. You know, like the like Back the, to the, the Future 80s, humor. The 80s humor, like, yeah. So. Get a load of this guy's life preserved. Like all that out of time, you know, man at, or woman at a time shit. Yeah. You know, I wanted more of that. And um, yeah, and it, it just, yeah, I, 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 I think in the middle, it got a little slow for me. And um, and of course, the kills were a little. Right, right, right. Like I said, the, the horror part was the worst part of the movie. So, yeah. All right. So like, basically yeah. here, anybody listen to this podcast, I don't know what to tell you. Eli, I don't like the movie. I like the movie. Watch a lot it at your of people own peril. like it. It's been getting <laughs> yeah. good reviews. A lot of people dig on it, so it's it's hitting yeah. on, hitting for some people. For me, yeah. I, maybe I just maybe I just my expectations are too high. Yeah. Because, you know? like I so, said, I loved Freaky. I loved. Yeah. I didn't think I would like Happy Death Day. Just mm-hmm. the fucking title alone sounded stupid, and mm-hmm. I ended up loving that movie. <laughs> you yeah. know, ba- and basically, the yeah. Basically, basically, we have covered our bases. So, no matter what you think about this movie. We have covered your bases. Happy so. Happy Death Day Two is basically Days of Future Past meets Scream. <laughs> <laughs> well, like Terminator or some shit. That's all it is. <laughs> Days of Future Past is Terminator. Maybe. Well, you find out why she keeps she's in this time loop. Why she keeps living like the first one's Groundhog's Day, you know, where she keeps yeah. living that day over and over. Yeah. And then in the second movie, they figure out why she's doing that because, you know some reed richards type of shit <laughs> oh okay <laughs> but that movie was cool too like, like and, and, yeah it's funny it's cheesy and then the gore is just so over the top so i think that's what it is it it, it pushes that extreme kind of comedy but also mm-hmm. pushes the extreme gore where you just laugh whenever you know blood just fucking splats all over right the horror comes from i mean the comedy yeah. comes from the horror so yeah yeah you know yes, and speaking of cocaine bear that's what i wish i wish they leaned like cocaine bear was so it was so over much, the top, but yeah, so. yeah. Like I wish they leaned more into like when the horror did hit, it was cool. I just think that they needed more of that. They needed more yeah. like splatter. Now the I'm glad you said is, that because yeah. let's go back to Slaughterhouse. Yeah, I do have to put a disclaimer up, Eli. It's PG-13. Oh, <laughs> that because that's the thing. Because I was excited for the movie, then I saw PG-13. I was like, oh, oh man. Yeah, and I don't know how how much the sloth is going to go crazy in a pg-13 movie i enjoyed megan though but did i did i watch the directors they had the director's cut right we watched the director's cut both of us watched it okay then that's probably we talked about the scenes that had it yo (laughs) yeah because i did enjoy megan yeah because megan had like the the uncut bird had crazy shit going on in it like that wasn't a pg-13 movie so yeah oh yeah jake yes five night i i'm actually oh shit that is it okay I'm actually excited for that. I actually want to see that. Well, that's the podcast this week. There you go. All right. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be on Peacock, so I can watch it. I ain't got to go anywhere. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm stoked. That, I'm hoping my kid. I want my kid, my son, who's like, you know, works all the, he's an EMT now. He's like, works crazy hours and shit. Yeah. I'm hoping he'll be around. He's like, yo, man, let's mm-hmm. fast forward it five years ago or whatever it was. When he, ever, he used to play that. Yeah. 
Oh, it's a video game movie. It's a video game. We got to watch it. We got to watch it now. Okay. That's on the do list. Okay. <laughs> that being said, you can move on to the next part of the podcast. Okay. All right. Speaking of the VG game section. All right. So, uh, like I said, uh, uh, some big stuff happened in the video game uh, week this week that everybody's going crazy over it. And like I said, I told you earlier, I did not play Spider-Man because I don't have a PlayStation 5. So, I saw like the opening scene where he fights we're fighting sandman. sandman yeah it's pretty dope <laughs> yeah they said that's how the game starts off like that like he's yeah. just fighting sandman in the middle of the city so I'm like damn this shit look like awesome him, my you and my like or you and miles like miles and peter like team up or whatever yeah he like grabs one of them and like throws them across the city and they like catch themselves between buildings and whips up back i'm like okay this, like the, the game starts off like this the game's like yeah. nuts you know yeah. uh but i think like, we can't talk about spider-man 2 because i haven't played it Maybe I watch a Twitch stream of it. Maybe I'll go buy a PS5 and play. I don't know. Maybe I'll wait for PC two years from now. Remember I don't know Blockbuster when you could rent gaming consoles? Yeah, you just and then you got to beat it. But see, that was different because you could beat those games in like hours. Like you uh, yeah. can go yeah. rent, you know, Streets of Rage 2 and yeah. beat that in a day. And take in a, in a, in a, in a, like literally an hour. Right. And then just take the game back. You know, you can do that. Yeah. You're not getting Starfield, you know, renting for two, two, two days. Yeah. Oh, that's it. Uh, but that being said, I'm going to talk about what I did play. I did play Forza Motorsport. Now, before everybody clicks off, before everybody clicks off, I am going to review it. Or click off. I don't give a fuck. Do what you want to do. Uh, I am going to spice it up a little bit because not only did I play Forza Motorsport because, like I said, it's on Game Pass. So I didn't actually buy it. I played it on Game Pass. But not only did I do that, I also bought a racing wheel. No, no the, shit. Look at the you. G923. I bought a racing wheel for uh for, for this game. So I was like, yeah. So Is it the good one? It's not the Gordon Guard Trail. <laughs> it's not the Gordon Guard Trail. I, I did my research. I went into it. I looked online, found out what's the best one to get. I'm like, okay, so this is a good entry level wheel. So this isn't thousand dollar wheel like that. I, I tell you how much I paid for it. I paid $300 for it. Fuck it. I mean, and I may play it for more than just for us. This may be the Damn, game. $200 more. You could have been playing Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> Now you just kill my review right now. <laughs> like, like you just brought me just you. back down to reality, just like that. You know <laughs> what? You didn't play Spider Man with your oh, dumbass. You Jake, know? Jake, Jake, Spider Man, Spider Man. Let's, hey, Jake, jump on. Give us a review. <laughs> Give us a review of Spider Man because nobody on here playing. We, we, we're too broke to play Spider Man. We're not too broke because I can see I dropped the ball. But like, like I'm, I'm gonna talk about. I'm gonna talk about Forza. I'm gonna talk about Forza now. I'm gonna talk about Forza. Uh, go ahead, throw it on there. Let's. Okay. Now the thing about the game, okay. and like I said, oh, I actually recorded my. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, 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 Eli, I've been doing. I've been putting. I've been doing this video all week. All right, man. That's yeah, what I'm saying because I know everybody's ready to click off on as soon as I say a racing game, but I'm well, actually. Well, let me up. let me let me switch to full screen. Let me get okay. The there you go. Get get. The, get. <laughs> okay. So now what I was talking about about the game. Okay. So let me talk about it. Like I said, you got fours and you got grand chips. And what's the difference? There is no difference. It's Coke and Pepsi. You got to be like a hardcore racing nerd to like really know the difference between those two games. But the main thing you need to know is that they're simulators. So I it took me a while to get used to the wheel. So let me now, fuck fours. Let me review the wheel. The wheel took some getting used to when I first got it. This is like about my third or fourth race. So I still got some some learning to get with this wheel. When I first got it, I kept running off the road and stuff like that. Couldn't stay on the wheel because I couldn't get used to it. But the more I started Wait, getting into it. you have to like it, lean your weight and shit? 
Yeah, I had to lean into it, stuff like that. And then, like, the wheel makes it more immersive. Okay, so you know when sometimes you, because when I, you know when you oversteer and you kind of like uh, going around a corner and the tires get locked? Well, the wheel gets locked when it happens. So if I'm going and I can't turn, look, the wheel's still right there, and I didn't know that, so I'm, like, trying to turn the wheel, and the wheel's not turning, and I'm just, you know, flying right off the road and shit like that. So I had to get used to it. So the more I did that, so I get used to it. You bump off the road a little bit. You might lose control a little bit. Somebody bump it to you. You lose control a little bit. And you see how wobbly my table is. The table's so wobbly that if I do, like, a hard you crash. Is that a TV tray? <laughs> <laughs> it's a TV tray. Fuck it. I, I, I just, like, let me just grab a TV tray and just, like, uh, screw it on and, like, attach it to it. Just just some. Don't worry. If I get into it, I'll get the whole set up, the clutch and the 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 whole bed and all this like the that, gaming you know, chair the gaming chair all this <laughs> like if i want to get into it i'll do all that right now this just to get me going just to see what it's like so yes i got a dinner tray and tied it to it but <laughs> the thing is if you the force feedback is so strong if i like crash and wreck the tv tray falls over <laughs> so it's like yeah, actually sure. like really wrecking yeah because it's because the force feedback is so strong like if i try to turn it it won't turn if i if the wheel locks up i gotta like be right on the road race with it you know, so it made it more immersive. You can like feel like the wheel rumbles when you're driving, uh-huh. when you're off the road, it, like rumbles some more, but you can, like feel it when you like really cruise in, it kind of cools down. So like you really feel it. So the wheel was worth it. I know I spent like a shitload of money on what I could be playing Spider-Man right now, but the wheel is worth it. The wheel- <laughs> <laughs> so uh it's having fun playing. I haven't raced online and thing like that. I'm trying to get a feel for it, you know. Maybe I'll start beating my own time. Oh, man, get like that, that motherfucker. Way. See, man, right. I love Road Rash, where you can just take out a crowbar and hit the guy. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't Grand Theft Auto. However, I do plan on using this on Grand Theft Auto. I got to see. I got to see okay. how it works. Yeah. Oh, shit. So I didn't just buy it just for fours. I have other racing games I could try also. So I'm going to try it on some more games and see where it goes from there. But That would be cool. Like for GTA, you could like hook up like the light gun or something. <laughs> <laughs> honestly that'd be like too much multitasking right there you're driving the wheel and then when you get out the car then you grab the light gun and then you start shooting people get back on the wheel like that's, that's you gotta put on the, the, the vr set and get up out of your chair and go right <laughs> <laughs> that's a little bit too much i'm i'm fine the level i'm at right now so yeah so like i said it, it, but here's the thing eli i'm playing this game i'm having fun with this game um that that's the but, point that's so the why the fuck point. am i playing starfield <laughs> <laughs> that's my thing i'm like 10 hours in the star field is not fun i hate this fucking game meanwhile i'm playing fours i'm like I'm, oh i'm actually having fun i remember what it's like to have fun playing a video game yeah. so yeah hey then on fat, top of that, like, yeah. fat t is like a month into Starfield, and he swears it's the best game of all time and if it is <laughs> more power to him I'm, I'm not gonna knock it i'm pretty sure it is it's it i, I just i'm to the point now well, I feel like it's not my game. But the thing is, I can just jump into this, have fun. NBA 2K is doing a free trial right now. Have fun playing that. So I'm like, why am I wasting my time playing a game and I have fun with when I got all these other games I'm having fun with? Let's hey, that. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm playing. Uh, Xbox Tek- didn't have VR. So, oh, yeah. yeah. I'm playing Tekken bowling, man. I'm <laughs> And I'm having fun bowling with, you know, knocking over Heihachi pins and shit. Tekken bowling <laughs> is fun, yeah. When a new Tekken comes out, I will play that. So, yeah. Yeah, so. I'm I'm probably gonna get that new Tekken because I I'm having, yeah, I bought the last Tekken just because it was on sale. I'm like this 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 is fun. I'm having fun. I I might splurge. That might be my Christmas present, is the yes, new so. Tekken. 
there we go. So that's that's my review. I, hopefully everybody didn't leave. Hopefully I was able to let everybody know about Forza and the wheel stuff like that. Like I said, Forza is Forza. If you played Forza before, you know what Forza is. You're either in it or you ain't in it. That's so I can tell you about that. So yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Can we move on to the next part of the podcast? Yeah, sure. Okay, gotcha. All right. So this comic bullies. We talk about comic books, and Eli, I'm gonna let you jump into it because you do have more books than me this week. Did I? I read so much, and I didn't. They're all just okay. <laughs> a lot of I spent a lot of money this week, and most of them were just okay. Got to do better, Marvel or DC or Titan uh, or like, like this one. <laughs> <laughs> so I will start out with uh, Justice League. I was gonna get this, but you said it sucked, so I didn't get it. So that's why I was kind of you know waiting what? to see I bet what you said about it. I I think you might have liked this more than I would have. I mean, I'm not in the Godzilla like that. Well, this wasn't a Godzilla book. This is just a Justice League. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> so that's why. Okay, so I this is the Justice League versus Godzilla versus Kong number one. And um, it's basically a Justice League book. The monsters don't show up barely at all, um, just in the end. Um, so it basically starts out superman's getting ready to propose to lois and okay. he's just elsewhere doing all, okay yeah yeah he's just doing he's you know hanging out with different justice league members doing superhero shit and just having conversations with everybody about proposing to lois and how he never goes on vacation and blah 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 and of course bruce tries to Bruce Wayne tries to talk him out of it because he's a dick, you know. <laughs> and, and, I already you know, banged Lois. Why are you trying to go? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's just Superman, you know, soap opera shit. But then, meanwhile, the Legion of Doom they break into the Fortress of Solitude, find a mother box that allows them to portal into another Earth, a, a separate universe, a separate Earth where they go to Skull Island. And then they find Kong and Toy Man. Okay. Find Wait, which, which Toy Man? The the Asian one or the fat white one? Uh, he's, I think he was the white guy. Okay, all right. Yeah, so Toy Man finds some, like, amulet, I, one of the crystals inside the Fortress of Solitude that basically can help make him control the monsters. Mm -hmm. And so he's like, oh, okay, I am going to control these monsters. So we cut back to... The scene that we've been seeing in every comic book for the past month or two, where yes. well, you know that preview, yeah, <laughs> where you know Superman is they're having dinner with you know Superman and Lois are having dinner and he's about to propose and then you hear the rumbling and then he looks and he sees Godzilla coming out of the water and this is a job for Superman, you know. Dun, 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 dun. So this, so this panel, that is the last page to what? be continued. Oh bullshit! Yes. Okay. <laughs> Yes, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like all the hype, and I'm a Godzilla fan. I was really looking forward to this. So to have just kind of a a, a, a sort of you know ho hum Justice League story. I mean, even the just like I said, it's Superman proposing to Lois. The the the, the Legion of Doom were like basically a, a sitcom. You know, they're all <laughs> like bantering, like like Full House or some shit. You know. <laughs> There were some moments where they were they uh, on Skull Island where they kind of fight those uh, those skull things. What are they called? The Death Death Riders or whatever they're called. I forget what they're called. Those those like snake things with the skulls. There's like a couple scenes with that. 
Gorilla Grodd tries to communicate. Why don't they do that? Gorilla Grodd tries to communicate with Kong for like, like he a should panel. be able to do that, yeah. And then nothing happens. And then instead, it's Toy Man with the crystal that can control the monsters. <laughs> like that would make so much sense. Gorilla Grodd behind it all. Like, but Gorilla the thing Grodd is, yeah. I mean, Gorilla Grodd necessarily wouldn't have to control Kong. He could just show how smart he is, and Kong be like, "Oh, well, okay, I'm gonna he just does, follow you." He does. He kind of views Kong as like a god. Like, wow, look at this ape. This is like a god ape. Okay. So he's like impressed. Like Gorilla Grodd is impressed with Kong. But Kong's like barely in it. He's like on a page. They they uh, fight those skull things for like a page, and then it cuts to Superman and Lois. You know, and it's that and it, yeah. So it, it, it's that scene we've already read because it's yeah that doesn't help. So all the mm -hmm. hype behind this and for them not like Godzilla and Kong not to really show up barely was kind of a letdown for me, and it doesn't help that we've seen that scene that those pages in the previews of virtually of every, every DC, DC book at night yeah, terrors the, and all this like yeah every dc book for the past month like okay well i'm reading this again <laughs> mm -hmm. and that's the end that's where it ends you know so i was a little like eh. but it's not like i'm not going to read the next issue <laughs> <laughs> okay so so, this, you, so you but, but here's the thing they got you they got that's it. They get good with it. They know what they were doing. They were edging you. That's what they were doing. <laughs> they know what you want to see, but we're not going to get it to your mind out yet. the gutter, man. Let's <laughs> <laughs> see. I wasn't trying to, but I guess it just it just went there. Because <laughs> I don't know what edging means at all. <laughs> <laughs> this is a family show, but yeah. <laughs> all right. So uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, they got me. I would obviously I'm going to get the next issue because I want to see what happens. <laughs> But mm -hmm. I was like, damn, I, there was no, as a Godzilla fan, I wanted to see more Godzilla. And this was okay. just another Justice, basically a Justice League book. So right. well, you might well, have appreciated it more. No, no, because everything you said about, like, nah, I don't want to see that shit. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see like, Superman fight Godzilla. What do I want to see? So it sounds like yeah. I need to wait for the next, ep next issue and read yeah. that and then have you break down whatever Godzilla lore that I'm missing on. So yeah. Yeah, I mean it, it was basically Superman Lois soap opera shit. I'm going to propose oh, I'm so nervous about proposing to my old lady. And, yeah, I have seen Lois. You know, I've seen Smallville. I've seen all this shit. Yeah, man. I don't Yeah, I don't that's what it was. That, that's so, yeah. all it was. You know. So, yeah, I'll give it a That sounds shady to give it a 2, but I'll give it a 3. I'll because the art is at least good enough. The, the art, art is good. Me. Yeah. Okay. The art is dope. Um, it it did just enough for like, okay, I got it. Obviously, I'm gonna get issue two because I want to see this fight. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this this gets a three, and, and that's me being nice. But I was just like, after you know, waiting for so long and then seeing that basically rereading that scene again, that previous right. scene again, they already to have nothing happen. I was just <clears> like, <throat> really? That's, that's, I was, yeah, like what you said. Really? That's it? <laughs> that's, that's what I, that, that's more my reaction. That's it, you know? So, yeah, but I'll give it a three to be nice. Okay. All right. So, first book I'm going to do is Iron Man number 11. I've been on this Iron Man book. They got married last issue. Because it's so the wedding? Is it the honeymoon or something? This is the honeymoon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what it is. It's the honeymoon. Uh, so, yeah, but they're still... 
like fake married like they're married but they're really just doing it for political reasons so they can move without people paying attention to what they what they're doing uh so yeah so you got tony stark his ma- wife's name is hazel kendall who is in disguise emma frost the x-man emma frost so let's get to it see what we got all right so uh book starts off with tony surfing with the dog in hawaii because that's where they are they're on their own va- uh honeymoon and they're just doing their thing taking selfies and and then hazel kendall aka emma, emma frost says are you ready to get it on your armor you know so he throws on the armor because this is really a secret mission they're just in H- hawaii because it's close to krakoa that's why but and the thing is he's going to krakoa to get something and he's giving Emma some special glasses that the glasses let her see what he sees. So she sees herself through him right now. So that way when he goes to Krakoa, she can kind of guide him. Okay, go here, go here, get what you need to get. Because he need to get some Mysterium. And Mysterium is on Krakoa right now. So that's the mission. So it's goes to Krakoa in his invisible Iron Man suit. The only Iron Man suit he's got right now. And he goes underwater because he's trying to avoid the Stark Sentinels. Because they catch him, he's screwed. So he just takes the stairs because it's a secret way in there that Emma knows to get to him. So she just goes away to the White Palace, which is my personal space. And you go up there and that's all the mysterium you need right there. So he goes up there. Uh, oh, and Orcus has a talking gorilla. Does. They just do. He's been showing up in these books a bunch of times, but they never explain them. But now he's here. So Iron Man goes into Emma Frost's uh, room and sees it there. And while he goes to that box, you know, the box that has Mysterium in there, that's when the talking gorilla shows up behind him and smacks the shit out of him. He was like, Iron Man, I thought you quit. I thought I thought Orcus retired you. Well, it's going to be good you're here. And he knocks him into Emma Frost's lingerie uh, cabinet because he got his, her bra on the top of his head. He blasts him. Of course, the, uh, he dodges him, smacks him. Uh, and Emma Frost, I told you they got some uh, smart monkeys over there. So and then he bear hugs Iron Man. He was like, now I get to kill Tony Stark. He's like, you're not gonna kill Tony Stark because I'm not Tony Stark. <laughs> I'm somebody else. And he uh unibeams him, knocks him out of there. And the monkey's just like, Oh, I thought t- I thought Orcus said that you were smart. Uh he's like, no, because I'm not Tony Stark, so they told you wrong. So and then basically Tony Stark beats him by punching him and blasting the ceiling above him, and it falls on him. He tries to grab him before it falls on him, but the monkey like smacks him away and shit, and it falls on him and kills him. So that's it. So like, oh, I go about my business. So he goes there, grabs the, all the Mysterium that's in there. He grabs all the Mysterium that's on Krakoa. And he also sees a book written by the Stepford Cuckoos for Emma. And he's like, I'm going to bring this book back to you. He's like, don't bring that book to me because if Hellfire Club finds that book, they're going to out me that I'm really a mutant. I'm really Emma Frost because I'm in hiding right now. So just leave that book and let it uh, get destroyed with the rest of Krakoa. And he grabs the whole box that got Mysterium in him goes invisible and just walks right at the front door because ain't no more killer monkeys to stop him. So, yeah. It flies away. Uh, we go to the Hellfire Club and he goes down to Emma Frost's sex dungeon. He's like, okay, time to go to work because his laboratory is behind Emma Frost's sex dungeon. That's where he keeps all the stuff. So he goes there and that's where he made all the Mysterium that he found in on Krakoa. He turned it into a cane. He's like, okay, I'm going to put it to test and find out what's going on. So he takes Mysterium, and he takes it first to Carol Danvers, Captain Marvel. She got a whole new suit like that. She's trying to even bend it. She can't bend it. You're like, okay, that's test one. 
Uh, and then he goes to Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange can't even lift it with his magic, the mysterious magic crew. So he's like by the hoary host of Hoggins and all stuff like that. Oh, and also that uh the Stiff Cuckoo's book that Emma Frost told him to leave behind, he left with Doctor Strange. He was like, I'm going to leave it with you right now. When all this mess is done, I'm going to give this to my wife when it's done. And then he's called Spider-Man. So he took a spotlight and made a shadow, a silhouette of uh, Electro on there and called it the Sinister Signal to get Spider-Man to come to the top of the tower to come find him. He was like, ha-ha, very funny, Tony. And Tony's just like, look, I need, I got a, a science experiment I need you to help me out with. Tony like, And Spider-Man's like, thank you. Y'all never called me for science shit. Y'all always call Reed, T'Challa, you know, Blue Marvel, but you never called me. I got a science background too, just like they do. So what do you need? He's like, okay, I need you to close your eyes. They're like, okay, your eyes closed? Yeah, okay, cool. Bam, smacks him in the, in the, in the, in the, in the shin. He's like, what the hell you do that for? He's like, the reason he did that because he wanted to see if Spider-Man's spider senses would go off before he smacked him. It did go off. He's like, so what the hell did you hit me with? He's like, that's all I need to know. So now he has a magic-proof, unbreakable thing that even beats Spider-Man's spider senses metal that he can turn into an Iron Man army. And he's going to use that to take those things down to be continued on Iron Hearts in that book. So, yeah. So that's what's going on. Like I said, that was the honeymoon book right there. Kind of a filler book. They had like a, a guest artist in this one, but basically it's building up to Iron Man. Basically, Iron Man's turned to an X-Men book. Basically. So Yeah, it seems like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, what you got next? What's the score? What do you do? Mm, 3.5 out of 5 because it was a filler book, but you know, it, it did enough breadcrumbs to move the plot forward, which is what you won't ever uh, fill a throwaway book, you know, so. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, my next book will be Hack Slash Back to School, number one. And this is my book of the week. Okay. Um, I love this series, Hack Slash. Because um, it was going for a while, wasn't it? Yeah, it kind of comes and goes. Tim Seeley's been busy, but did okay. So Zoe Zoe Thorogood, she did the art, but did she write this too? Because Tim Seeley, he this is one of his 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 creator own series, mm-hmm. um, and it's a horror book. It's a, it's a, it's a it's a it's a basically a girl who and her mutated sidekick they hunt slashers. Um, and um, let me see. I'm trying to see if she wrote it. Sorry, unprepared. I should know this. No, story and art by Zoe Thurlbull. Okay. You know, hack, hack slash created by Tim Seeley and Stefano Caselli. So, um, yeah. And this is so hack slash. It's a horror book. Cassie Hack. She is a girl whose mother turned out to be a slasher and was like killing kids and shit. And a she ends up slash? killing her. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And um, and then she teams up with this like mutated uh, you know, ogre type guy named Vlad. And they go around, they travel the country hunting slashers, like slashers like Jason, Freddie. Not they don't hunt Jason and Freddie, but you know, those type of killers. Jason, yeah, Freddie, yeah. Michael Myers, Leatherface, you know, horror movie slasher villains. And um, that's kind of what that's all it is. It's you know, and this comic has been going on for a while. They did crossovers with Chucky. You know, there's like Hack Slash versus Chucky. They've had Army of Darkness. They've crossed over with like the chaos, like Lady Death and Purgatory and stuff, Evil Ernie. And so, um, yeah, 
but like I said, I've always loved this this book. It just um, like I said, it's just, it basically establishes slashers as villains. Mm-hmm. You know um, that 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 slashers like Jason or Freddie and or Michael Myers, Chucky, they are um, they have they are driven by some supernatural force. This this comic establishes those rules that slashers are are killers that cannot be killed unless you you know hack them up or whatever that's what she does she goes around the country hunting down these slashers or slashers um and so this book is is um this is the new the new story arc but it's kind of like a prequel so it's a younger cassie and um where she kind of joins a school full of other girls who are slasher hunters too (laughs) (laughs) so it's got that sort of new mutants you know or Doom Patrol, Teen Titans type of feel, like the, the, the teenage superhero squad type of element going on. But mm. only it's they're hunting slasher villains. And um, so yeah, that they're at, and and basically there's something going on where kids, little kids are murdering their families. Something's making little kids murdering their murder their families. Um, the the beginning of this book is gnarly as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and it doesn't hold back. Like these, these books are, they're very violent and gory because they're slashers, a lot of gore, a lot of blood. Um, but yeah, she's been, and she meets up with this, this older woman who is a slasher hunter and she brings her back to this Academy. I can't remember what it's called. Um, let me see. Let me see. It is the hunters for hire Darla Ritz's Academy for Girls. That Darla Ritz is the is um one of the is the older woman who's taking in all these. She's like the Professor X, no taking fan. in all these wayward teenage girls who have been through some sort, who have all survived a slasher. They're basically a bunch of final girls on a team, you know. Okay. And that idea is awesome to me. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, that's all this is. Is you know, um, she goes to the school. Her and Vlad go to the school, and she's sort of learning the ropes. And um, they're gonna they're trying to figure out what's making these this something is making these little kids kill their family. So and it's happening all over the world. So that's what they're gonna investigate. They're all gonna team up and go fight this new slasher bill. So yeah, this I I, I really I I've, I've been waiting for this. Uh, you know I, I they I remember them announcing this during Comic Con or something. So I've been actually waiting for this book and it didn't disappoint me at all. You know it had solid gore. Um, I love these characters. I love her. I've always loved this series. Um, it is. It's one of my all-time favorite comics. I think it was on my top five when we did the top five with the top five. Yeah, and it, it it just came out around the time. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah we we um it was it was then. I mean they were gonna make a movie a, a movie like back mm-hmm. in the early two thousands. They were gonna try to get either Megan Fox or Scarlett Johansson. Wait, how long has this book been around? I thought like, it was like a new book. No, this has been out since like the mid two thousands. Oh shit! Okay, I, yeah. I thought when when you started, I thought it, it was, I thought it started like when when this when we started doing this podcast. That's what I was like, I didn't know. Oh it was no, no, okay. this was like I bought. Yeah, I still got, and I I met Tim Sealy, uh, Tim Sealy at a con, and he signed my number one, which was like, and he even said, "God damn, dude, this is a shitty shape." <laughs> you must have read the shit out of this because yeah, yeah, it was in pretty bad shape because I it, it I love that series and he talked about the movie and how it almost got made like they were actually scouting locations there was a script written and he wanted it to be like an MCU of slasher movies you know like he wanted Cassie Hack to to not only like fight Chucky 
or Freddy, but he wanted to like incorporate like My Bloody Valentine and Maniac and all those obscure 80s slasher movies in you right. know um the Bates Motel and all that stuff. Uh so yeah, they wanted they they were thinking that Scarlett Johansson was one of the was one of the women thinking of they were looking at to play Cassie Hack. And like this was before the MCU. So who knows how that would have happened. But it kind of the, the movie fell through and kind of heartbreaking. But I say hey you know, with Terrifier two and all the, the all the power coming back, this could make a comeback. I say let's let's let let's make hack slash movie a thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hashtag. Yeah, hashtag hash hack slash movie. Yeah, let's now. let's use our powers for good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's starting here. Let's get it going. <laughs> but yeah, this, I'll, okay, this is a five out of five. I really enjoyed this, especially since most of the books were kind of mediocre this week. I spent mm-hmm. a lot of money. I bought a lot of books, and most of them were just well. Most of them were like the like the you know the DC stuff that I've been behind on. Right, and you, you know, kind of want to at least keep up with the stories he was going on. So, yeah. yeah, Night Terrors is over, so I was like, oh damn, all these DC books that I haven't bought in a couple months came out. So I right, she was going it. on with them. So yeah, yeah, but yeah, I I this was my book of the week. So five out of five. Cool, cool, cool. All right, so. Uh, what last book I'm going to do? I had a third book, Eli, but I read it. It sucked so bad. I was like, I'm not going to do this. <laughs> Come on, man. You don't. You don't want me to do it. Yeah, you don't. You really don't. <laughs> it'll be All your right. honorable mention or dishonorable. It, it, mention. It'll be an honorable. I'll talk about it briefly, but you don't want me to talk about it. But yeah, I'll talk about it. All right. So honestly, you don't want me to talk about this book I'm about to do right now. Uh, the book I'm about to do right now is. Catwoman number fifty. Oh shit! I, yeah, yeah, I, I gave uh-huh. up, man. I well, yeah. let me let me find out what happens. <laughs> I'm a masochist, man. I got I gotta know. I gotta know. So <laughs> they got me at this point. So let's see what's going on. So basically, okay. So what's going on right now? This is part I don't know whatever of Gotham War five. I think yeah. part five. It's a continuous yeah. story. See what's going on. And basically, Catwoman. We let last we left off with Catwoman. She found Bruce on top of. Some roof, and she basically looking for him to find out what did he do with Jake, Jason Todd, because Jason Todd went missing. So she's hopping off the roof like Spider Man, some shit, you know. And she finds Bruce, and Bruce is fucked up, you know. He remember he fucked up all the Robins, left his damn flesh and blood son for the police, you know. And he's just <laughs> losing it right now. Kev was like, Bruce, what the hell? <laughs> so she knows he's fucked up. But then all of a sudden, and he just starts crying in front of her when nobody else around. He just sees that when he cries it all out, puts the mask back on, he's back to business. Just like that. Okay. You you can't be doing this shit. Get your people off the streets. You can't do that. Like, ah, fuck all that shit, man. Where the fuck is Jason? What did you do with Jason? And you're like, oh, uh, you don't want to know what I did with Jason. <laughs> and before they get into it, they got firebombs bombing all over the city. They're going to say what happened in the city later on. But basically, Firefly is bombing the city. Like all over the place, but since Catwoman took his goons, he's just gonna just start bombing everybody. Just don't give a fuck. So he bombs that. And when Catwoman and Batman fly off the building because just got bombed, they instinctively dive into each other's arms. Like they don't even think about it, just go into it. She balls like a, a ball in his arms, and he just covers her while they fall. And boom, they they hit. But he made sure he protect her, and she knew he was gonna protect him. And that's when they was like, okay, we, we got time. To, <laughs> right. We, we got time to make no more Robins right now. We got to save the city. So, so they, and then she's like, so where is Jason? He, she still, he still won't ask the damn question. <laughs> like, you don't want to know what I did with Jason, but uh, uh, he's gone somewhere. And then, but she ain't got time for that because she just got word 
she just found out what's going on with Scandal Savage and Vandal Savage and all these other the fam, the, sand, the Sandal family, Savage family, all the people like that. So yeah, anyway, um, she goes Spider Man hopping and shit like that, and so we see Vandal Savage. Vandal Savage basically saying his evil plan. He's he's basically taking over Catwoman's army. The whole army that Catwoman built is his army now. Yeah, and Catwoman's like, "What the hell are you doing?" And basically, he tells his evil plan: "I've taken over your army. This is not Marquise. This is not your buddy. This is my daughter. This is Scandal Savage. She's been working for me the whole time, and now she's betraying you. But it's okay since you have collected this army for me, saved me the time to do it. I'm going to make you one of my lieutenants." And when I give your army, your army, which is my army, the case of immortality, you can have it too. Because basically, there are certain uh, uh, artifacts that are just in Gotham. For some all these artifacts are in Gotham. He has the Green Rock right now, but the other two items are in Gotham somewhere. And if he puts all of those items together, that will recreate the meteor that gave him his immortality, and he's going to give it to his army. So. That's what he's saying. And Catwoman's like, no, you took my army. I'm kicking you out of Gotham. Get the hell out of here. And Sam Vandal's like, you talking to me? How? Like, uh, scandal control, yo, you know, whatever. <laughs> and he just like, fuck it. I'm going to take out myself. And chops the head off. The end. What? Story's over. Enough of this Gotham War bullshit. So, yeah. Um, what? Yeah. And leaves. Or is she? Because <laughs> then the head starts talking and shit like that, like, oh, you're fucked up, Vandal. Because it turns out it is Lady Clayface the whole time in disguise. Oh. That's that's right, <laughs> comic skaters. Oh, There's a Lady Clayface. Oh. So wait, why does she exist? Just to piss you off. <laughs> the future is female. So anyway, Vandal Savage <laughs> kicks her head like a football. They're like, Scandal, like, what you do that for? You know what you're going to do? Because, we, because the head is there. But the body ran off because they know the body is going to go tell uh, Selena everything that's going on. It's like, what the fuck she going to do? What the fuck Catwoman going to do with me? You know? So anyway, he's like, I'm going to get my army. Anyway, Vandal Savage got another meeting. He talks to the whole Gotham bad guys. And he goes tell them what's going on. He's like, okay, since y'all don't have any recruits, I'm recruiting y'all as my lieutenants. And, like, and Two-Face like, well, why should I follow any of you? No, Black Black Man's like, why should I follow you? He's like, because I have all of Batman's toys. Don't don't worry about how I got them. I got them. And if you follow me, I will give them to you. And like, okay, well, you so he talk. robs Batman. See, fuck so this. he robbed Batman, right? Yeah, yeah, that's so lame. So that's how he got all the Gotham criminals to follow him because they because he like I'm gonna give you Batman shit. So yeah, so they like yeah okay. Oh, uh, what happens next? Some other shit. Oh yeah, Jason Todd does some shit. So I don't know what happened, to Jason Todd. Uh. Oh, yeah, one of those artifacts, Crat Woman finds up what the artifact is, so she steals it before Vandal Savage get it. Because if she steals it and Vandal Savage can't get it, Vandal Savage can't give everybody uh, immortality. So she steals it, takes it, and runs off. Before she runs off, that's when Scandal meets the real Selena. She was like, oh, give me what you took from me. And she not, and Catwoman actually slashed her, you know, in the throat. But she's got healing power, so it don't really fucking matter. And she just leaves. So, so scandal's just the next twenty three, basically. <laughs> basically, yeah, that's all she is. So, yeah, uh, and she just leaves. She doesn't. She just leaves. Why did she leave? I don't know. But anyway, Catwoman realized I got no army. I got no house. Vandal Savage took all my shit. I'm gonna go to the one place where I can go. And she goes oh, to Batman's house. Yeah. yeah. And he's and, gonna be like, I told you so. God, this sucks, man. But he, but he doesn't. He doesn't. Say, okay. Like he, 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 but he could. He could, because she basically saying, look, I ain't got nowhere to go. 
I'm I'm living here now. Uh, that's basically what you said. I'm living here now. It's your house. I'm moving in. And he's like, okay, that's it. That's all this is. Okay. <laughs> and then she's like, so where's Jason? <laughs> and he because he still had to answer the question. They're like, oh, fine, I'll tell you what Jason is. So, because of course he's Batman, he has a tracking device on Jason. <laughs> so they find Jason's in this burning building. They find Jason, and he was trying to rescue this kid, but uh, since he's still hit with the fear toxin. He panics in the middle of rescuing the kid, so he's just laying there while the building is burning. So they grab Jason, they grab the kid, Batman puts him on his back like a like a piggyback and carries him out of the house. So, and basically what they're doing is that they they find out, they're basically going to put all of their knives together about Scandal Savage and Lazarus Pitt and also like that, and they're going, they're all going to team up to take down Vandal Savage. That's going to happen. Of course. Yeah. But meanwhile, in the middle of the street, while firefighters still bombing everybody, the police can't take everything, uh, the people of Gotham look like, like, well, look at this shit. And you see the Gotham villains in the middle of the street fucking up shit, wearing Batman shit because Vando Savage gave him all his weapons. You even see the ventriloquist and dummy dressed up like Batman and Robin. <laughs> the end. So, yeah. Oh, uh, Two yeah, more issues sucks. left of this. Two more issues oh, left of this. Man. You know what yeah. would have been cool? That, that was Catman, Catwoman's army with all Batman's toys. Right. But now nah, he's going to give the Batman villain. Cause we already knew it was going. It was the Batman villains with all the Batman shit. And, yeah. and, and, the, and the moral of the story, crime, do, don't do crime, Selena. Ah, this is. <laughs> ah, this sucks, man. This could have been so cool, man. Yeah, it's. They, they can't go too far because they got to always go back to the status quo. So, yeah. So, yeah. This is going to beat up that... on some Batman villains. Everybody's going to be fine. And, yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. This is such a disappointment, man. Oh man. Yeah. Two no, two, so, two more like, two more issues left. Two more issues those left. Those first two issues, well, the first issue was yeah. so cool. Because it gave us a great premise. And yeah, now it's completely, like, completely it's a, it's damn near another story. Like, yeah. Like what let's see that. Like let's see Catwoman run and got like God, that was been so cool. But damn. Yeah. I don't know. Oh well. <laughs> What could have been? Yeah, too bad. Yeah. All, All right. right so. Let me. My last book I'll do is this Titans number four. Um, this was pretty good. Um, it's continuing that story where um, you know, they're fighting uh, Doctor Blood or Doc. What's his name? But the, Brother Blood, Baron Blood, Brother Blood. They got that cult. They I, th- got I think that both cult. of us fucked that. Fucked the name, but who cares? Yeah. Yeah, but it turns out that he's being controlled by some weird alien parasite thing um and he's got uh tempest in cahoots with them controlling him too mm-hmm. but this is um them uh so garth or beast boy is you know they're they're, ba- they're basically trying to um hide the flash so we're back on that remember flash is trying to figure out who killed him you know mm-hmm. he got killed in the future and now he ran back in time to tell everybody hey i'm gonna die so they're trying to figure out who killed him um, and they basically put him on Mars. You know, there's a hideout on Mars. Um, so he can hide and not get killed. Um, but it turns out that, uh, uh, so while they go, while they leave, I forget her name, this chick, you know, she's at the Titan Tower all by herself. And uh, Tempest comes in. And, oh, you're by yourself. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're, the, the Titans are on a mission. Okay, good. And then that parasite comes out of his mouth and goes into her. So that's kind of where it ends. Um, so that's basically all that happens is it's, it's just them, uh, you know, trying to hide, trying to hide flash while figure out who killed him, who's, who's the one who shot him. 
And then this whole brother blood cult thing taking over the world or, you know, doing shit, you know. Um, but there was an interesting converse. What made this book for me was this interesting conversation that the Teens Titan had um, where Beast Boy is just like, you know what? All we do is fight the symptoms, you know. And but that's all ever any changes. hero does. Yeah. Yeah. And so they're questioning that. They're questioning that that morality. Like all we do is fight fires and punch villains in the face. We can't solve the world's problems by punching, like by beating up villains. We need to prevent things. And like an issue or two ago, there was that forest fire. He's yeah. like, yeah, we 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 stopped the forest fire, but the forest still burned down. Like, mm-hmm. what can we do? We have all these powers. What we can we do to make to actually Make the world a better place. Like we Take have all the this world. power. <laughs> That's simple. <laughs> so they're like, well, let's help reforest, like basically replant the forest. So they go there to replant the forest. And of course, that corporation that burned it down is there with their super soldiers. And then they fight. So they have a battle with them. And while they're doing that, that's when they're like, hey, we need to get Flash out of here before he gets killed. And that's when they basically take him to Mars and shit. So that's where it ends. But um, no, this was interesting. You know, um, it was fun. I mean, it's, it's, it was kind of a filler book. Not much happened. But, um, but yeah, it, it did have that nice conversation. A little, the, the little insight into superhero lore and their motivations and stuff like that, um, which, I, I, which I did appreciate. So this was a three out of five. You know, Tom Taylor, still, still doing good shit. So. Yeah, okay, cool. Uh, anything else you got? I'm, I'm, oh, okay, should I talk about the book I was going to talk about? Sure. <laughs> All right. I'm not going to talk about it, but I could talk about it. I don't. I don't. I don't even have anything to set up for it. I was going to do a retro book. Oh, because I wanted to do because it's horror. Let me find a retro horror book back in the day, or maybe just some shit with like supernatural monsters and shit like that. I was going to do one of two. One of them isn't on digital yet, so I can't do that one. The second one I was going to do was uh, Amazing Spider-Man 13 when he fought like the lizard doing that Inferno demon shit. Oh, I don't remember that. Oh, yeah, the book sucked. So I was like, reading out, like, I don't want to review this shit, man. That no matter. So <laughs> maybe I review it next week. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I change my mind. Maybe I review it next week. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, for Halloween week, a Spider Man. Yeah, because I, I need I need a horror book for that. And I was like, reading out, I was like, I don't have a horror. Book. I was gonna do that... like old school Cat Wolf. Now, like, I don't want to do Cat Wolf. Well, there was that horror. Wasn't that 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 book that ta- it was a taboo who wrote it? It was like a sp- deadly neighborhood Spider Man or something that came out last what? year. It was supposed to be like a horror a horror themed Spider Man book. Oh, I, didn't know I think that. the well, demon bear showed up, and I didn't read it, but I heard like it was supposed to be like a dark horror sort of Spider-Man book. You know, it came okay. out like last year. I think Taboo and B. Earl wrote it. You know, okay. So that I, I, that, that's the only reason I, I, I thought about reading it, but I didn't. Maybe I'll check it out. You know, so. um, I mean, I, I other honorable mentions I had was like Hulk number five. Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't didn't read that. Yeah, that was just okay. It's just him talking to the man thing and talking about how that mother of monsters is after the Hulk. You know, he's after she's after you because you're a monster and she wants the Hulk because she rules all monsters and she wants to have the Hulk. And if you give the Hulk, if you give your flesh to her, blah 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 blah. And then Harpy shows up. So Betty's like, "Yeah, man, she still hasn't been cured yet. She's still yeah." And she's Harpy. Said, "Yeah, Bruce, if you uh, give yourself to the fucking mother of monsters, then we can be cured." Like you know, <laughs> so that that was that. But it was just a bunch of talking, basically. So that was just okay. But it's still a good book. I mean, I still like that book. So, um, yeah, that's a four out of five for me too. But 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I read a, I read that Superman, which seemed like another annual. It was eight eight, eight fifty, and I saw it. I was like, I'm not reading this shit. Yeah. It feel like a it was just another film. greatest hits kind of. Yeah, and some Lobo again. They're setting up that Lobo shit. Like whenever that Lobo shit happens, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you put it Brainiac. on me. You you were the one keeping up with it. <laughs> <laughs> Brainiac and Lobo. Yeah, they're doing some shit. <laughs> okay, well, because they were doing a Superman versus Lobo storyline, it just stopped. Like yeah. Okay. Nightwing was fun. The pirate, pirate night, Nightwing's a pirate now, and that's pretty fun. <laughs> okay, Should I just and do whatever else? you want with these books now. But yeah, yeah. What else did I read? I think that was about it. Yeah. Then I reviewed these. You know. Yeah. So. so. Oh. Is it Wonder Woman shit? Wonder Woman Day. Or we talking about Wonder Woman? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So we can talk about Wonder Woman. Okay. So, uh, this week, October twenty first, was the eighty first anniversary of the creation of Wonder Woman. So, yeah, uh, like I know 80 it was sounds a little bit better, but 81 was this. So basically call it Wonder Woman Day. Like I said, why didn't we do, we did a whole uh, podcast about Batman Day. Like we just stopped everything and just did Batman Day. <laughs> now, we could have did it on Wonder Woman Day. And that's saying that Wonder Woman don't do numbers. And Wonder Woman don't attract my attention. We could have did that. But honestly, Eli, the reason I didn't do that, because I didn't want to draw, draw in like the wrong crowd. Because we do Wonder Woman you're going to get two crowds that we don't want one the pro feminist crowd that think all we do is just talk about just captain marvel and wonder woman and dazzler and some shit like that and they think we're just about that and they when they find out we're not like that and we say weird fucked up shit like we did about the terror strong shit then they <laughs> ghost us and then they're like okay these are, people are not what we thought they were so that's going to piss off people and the other people i did want to get bothered with it is those weird you know body pillow hugging you know <laughs> mouth breathers you know the dudes with the anime <laughs> profile for the facebook pic i didn't want them because we know if we start talking about wonder woman that's the first thing they're going to do when they show up and look and i was like i don't i don't want because i just want to just talk about one of them i don't want to talk about how high she is and top five hottest one women and what big titty actress you want to be the next woman i don't want to talk about that shit man i just want to go talk about the character like we did about batman you know yeah but we know we can't have those conversations with Wonder Woman, so let's just not. Well, uh, I, and to be honest, I'm not that big of a Wonder Woman fan where yeah. I, my knowledge is enough to fill a whole show on Wonder Woman. Right. Because <laughs> <That's laughs> so, right, we don't have enough. We, like, we, we can fill a whole show up with Batman. Both of us can yeah. do that. We yeah. would do that separately. I could go over here and talk I half about Batman. You could go over there and talk another half about Batman. Two completely different podcasts, and we can fill that shit up. We can't yeah. do that with Wonder Woman. Yeah, I can't say I'm. So, I can't yeah. say I'm the biggest Wonder Woman fan. I, I'm not. I don't dislike her. I loved her yeah. movies. Even the second one, I didn't think was the travesty everybody said it was. Oh, but you didn't know? you know the second movie caused twenty twenty uh, caused COVID? I, I know <laughs> the the second movie ruined the world. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but yeah, I mean, and and even even as as for Wonder Woman comics, there's not a lot that I've I'm familiar. With. I mean, I read some of the New Fifty Two, and of course because of the movie. I read the gods and monsters, the George Perez, right? You know, run, you know, because that's basically the one they kind of redefine her, but yeah, yeah, the all the Greek gods shit, you know, that that basically what the movie inspired the movie, you know, mm -hmm. Ares and all that, you know, that that's pretty much my all I've really read about Wonder Woman, you know. So, but however, we got to say it because we're the only ones going to say it. Now, you did read a awesome Wonder Woman. Oh book yeah, yeah. You, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Dead Earth, Wonder Woman mm -hmm. Dead Earth by 
Daniel Warren Johnson, I loved. Yeah, that was awesome. Wonder yeah. Woman fighting monsters and shit. Yeah, you know, in, we're in the a, only a, we're the only podcast who's going to recommend that book. Yeah, <laughs> we can talk about Wonder Woman. Yeah. yeah, Wonder Woman wakes up a hundred years in a post-apocalyptic Earth and has to fight giant monsters. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so yeah, that that's our book. That's our book. Yeah, read that. Happy Wonder Woman's Day. Go read Wonder Woman: Dead Earth. <laughs> <laughs> that being said, we're going to fade out with. Linda Carter, just doing that. <laughs> I, I know I talk bad about those guys, signals, but at the same time, Linda Carter is going to be Linda Carter. So, yeah. yeah. That's my Wonder Woman. That's how I grew up the no Wonder Woman. So, yeah. Yeah. That's, um, that's, we're of yeah. that generation. I do. We are of that generation. Oh, <laughs> uh, You know, it's funny. They got fan casting. What's that chick? You know that chick, Isa Gonzalez? I don't know her name. You, you know who I'm talking about? Oh, from uh, she was in Godzilla, like one of the God Kong movies or whatever. Was she? Probably. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, she commented on Wonder Woman Day. Oh, she did. That's what she did. She commented. She and everybody like, oh, she's next Wonder Woman. That's James with Wonder Woman. Like, no, nobody said that. Nobody said that anything <laughs> like that, you know. But people are freaking out that how are you gonna have a Latina or Hispanic woman be Wonder Woman? Uh <sighs> newsflash, Linda Carter is Hispanic. People don't know that. Her mother is from that. Mexico. Yes. I did not know that. Yeah. She won Latina of the Year in 1979. No shit. Linda yes. Carter? Linda Carter. Yes. People don't know that. Wow. She grew I up like in New Mexico or some shit like that. So, yeah. Wow. I did yeah. not know that. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so everybody wants to be woke now. But, yeah, we've already had a Hispanic Wonder Woman. Get over it. So, yeah. Uh, that being said, if you listen this long, definitely like, share, subscribe. Uh, if you like, if you listen longer than 30 seconds during my Forza review, we appreciate you. <laughs> that's all we really care about uh next week i guess we jake already told us what we're gonna do next week so he already gave us our, our schedule so yeah uh five nights at freddy i don't have anything else to do so i'm gonna watch it we're gonna spend some time on it uh i might give you i might throw it in your ball a little more because honestly i don't really know much about any of that so yeah I, all i know is it was a video game you know that's all i know i never played i never i've never seen it I just, yeah. I just know it is a thing that exists. That's it. Yeah, but, yeah. kids loved it. Yeah, my yeah. kid loved it. So, so toys, maybe I play, maybe I play it between and, and do a, a review yeah. on something like that. But yeah. <laughs> anyway, we're getting closer and closer to to uh, Halloween. So appreciate everybody checking us out. We're doing good numbers. The last episode, no, the last episode sucked. That didn't suck. <laughs> we didn't do numbers. But the one before that, we appreciate you showing up because you did numbers <laughs> on that. So. Yeah. Uh, but we'll catch y'all next week until then this is Leroy this is Eli and this is Linda Connor running one more time <laughs> what woman word up man you know what I'm saying so I'll be telling these niggas man shit in the game man shit Tell I'm done kid. man let them Roll niggas up, know man Hey yo, queens get the money, long time no cash. I'm caught up in the hustle where the guns go blast. The fool retaliated, so I had to think fast. Pull out my heat first, see pull out a seat last. Now who the fuck you think is living to this day? I'm trying to tell these young niggas crime don't pay. They looked at me and said, Queens niggas don't play. Do your thing, I'll do my kiss, stay out of my way. Type hard trying to survive in New York State. But can't stop till I'm eating off a platinum plate. Popo comes around and tries to relocate me. Lock me up forever, but they can't deflate me, cuz. 
Having cash is highly addictive, especially when you used to have the money to live with. I pull a step back, look at my life as a whole. Ain't no love, it seems the devil done stole my soul. I'm out for Delphia, Selfia, P's not helping you. I'm trying to get dyslexics up, plus the cellular, your big noise. What up, cousin? I can't cope with all these crab niggas trying to shorten my rope. Yo, it's the R-A-P-P-E-R-N-O-Y-D. Niggas can't fuck with me. Coming straight out of QB, pushing the infinity. You ask, can I rip it constantly? Mentally, definitely, to the death of me. Come and test me, trust me. Nigga can't touch me if he snuffed me, so bust me. You're gonna have to, cause I'm a blast you. My lyrical, like a miracle. Ill spiritual, I'm born with it. I'm getting on with it. And I'm a habit to, I'm fucking dead and going with it. Cause I'm a what? Composer for a core. A lyrical destructor. Don't make me buck ya, cause I'm a wild motherfucker. You know I flow, you know my steelo. Even pack my gap when I go to see my P.O. Jump out my hoopty, pass my gap in my loopy to my shorty. Against my P.O. Try to troop me to the island. I know if I start wilding, flipping on niggas, walking around with the nice gold medallions, but she didn't violate me. So I escaped, see, back to Queens, pumping the fiends, making more cream. Know what I mean? I'm a natural born hustler, won't try to cut ya. Pull out my phone, phone, and bust. There ain't no time for fake jacks. The brothers that fake jacks can lay it on his back. The streets is real, can't roll without steel. I feel how I feel, cause I was born to kill. Do what I gotta. They need a decent meal, brothers are starving. But trying to find a job, son, it's all about robbing. So don't be alarmed when we come through. We supposed to, if you opposed to, get your face blown, dude. Off the map, cause I react and chat. A brother was a blessed wealth, so we act like that. Drug dealing, only messing shorties that's appealing. I'm fretting all the world once I start four wheeling. Cause back on the 41st, I'll be doing ride. Zipping in your J, getting bent all night. You who that? I never seen him in my whole life. Step to his business, cause it's only right. Hope ho ain't around, so I grab my pound. Money retaliated, so I hit the ground. My life was on the line, gotta hold my projects down. Can't see myself getting bodied by a clown. Ass nigga that ain't even from my town. Hit him up in the chest, now he's laying me down. Jetted up from under the benches, I started hearing sounders. I stopped farming, they cut ass like a diamond. Jetted to the crib piece, what a relief. Stash the heat, then proceeded to peep Out the window, call my son, yo son We got beef, but no question Money had a problem, so we solved him so, I got my mind on the stick up Now it's time to get paid Thinking the ways to take food already made It's crime in the air, ain't no time to be afraid Give me yours to get laid, laid, laid. Give up because it gets sprayed I got lots of love for my crew, that is. No love for them other crews and rival kids. All them out of town niggas know what time it is. And if they don't, they need to buy a watch. Word up, caught up in the crossfire, get they self heard up. Well, I'll be sipping gin straight in a plastic cup on a par bench on 12th Street. My whole crew's famous. You tried to bust your gat and keep it real, but you nameless. First of all, slow down, you on the wrong route. Let me put you on your feet and show you what's it all about. The street life ain't nothing to play with. No jokes, no games, kid. For years, I've been doing the same shit, just drinking liquor, doing bids, and snorting crackheads, and sticking up the stick up kids. Stick up kids, stick up kids.